The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. After earning the respect of Captain Jones during the voyage on his merchant ship, the party arrives in the port city of Wint. They visit a couple places in the city and begin shopping and gathering information for investigating Nessalus's past. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Of course, search us up at any of the search engines, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Facebook, YouTube. Google Plus. Google Plus. What's the new one? What's the new one? Our, our website? Uh, that's the first thing I said. Oh, okay. I think I covered that. What? Are we on you Facebook? recently added us to something else. Oh, probably. It was okay. fun, too, I'm sure. Aren't we on Facebook, too? Yes. There we go. I mentioned that one, too. All right. Either All right. way, we're back, and we're going to be continuing with our Dungeons & Dragons campaign set in the world of Alamond. Before we do that, we're going to go around the table and say hi, starting with... Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Nessalus, the warlock. JJ here, playing Calamity, the Vengeance Paladin. And let me apologize in advance. We have uh, started in on the rum already. <laughs> you guys did. Rum! <laughs> JJ had a coconut rum pepperoni belch a few minutes ago. Yeah, it was good. I'm Kurt. drinking water. <laughs> and, uh, uh, this is Kurt. Are. I am playing Truk, the human monk, who uh, just went nuts last episode. You did. He was Peter Pan. But you were awesome. And some other a whirlwind of fists. Yeah, it was like Falcon meets Peter Pan. It was yeah. pretty awesome. In a whirlwind of nuts. That's what they always say about me. Hey guys, this is Brittany. Uh, I'm playing Elena, the human fighter. And she has her voice this time. I do. What a shame. I like the other one. Yeah. And I'm Joe. I'm the dungeon master for this Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Before we get started back in the adventure, I think it's been a while since we mentioned we're playing with some of the optional rules out of the dungeon master guide. So our heroes are taking short rests of five minutes and long rests of an hour. Um, they're uh, super cool, and I'm trying to throw some difficult things at them, which we'll be continuing. Uh, as far as this episode goes, we're picking up where we left off last time. Our heroes were on a boat on um, the Pelts Aplenty boat number four, I think it was, uh, with Captain Jones headed towards Center World, towards the port city of Wint. They were trying to find some information about Nessalus's diaries, omens, or ominous warnings, or however we want to word them, looking for the secret grove of the Fey Oracle. And the <laughs> research... Excuse me. See Mickey sneezed. Many blessings upon you. Thank you. Mickey, you are welcome. Shame. The library at the monastery, the Wadozeshan Monastery, had... Uh, did I get that at least close? Nice. Um... They had some information that led us to believe or, or conclude that the uh, Fey Oracle is the same as the ancient Druid, just the uh, same person, different uh, nomenclature at the center world. And our heroes are headed in that direction to see if they can figure out what the information from the diary actually means. On the, on the adventure across the, the open seas, they were set upon by the South Seas pirates. And this group, I think, pretty much handily took care of the pirates with a, an invisible flying monk and some uh, uh, 
it wasn't dancing lights. What, what was the spell that uh, hypnosis? Hypnosis, right? Hypnotic pattern. Hypnotic pattern. It was. See, we got it. Between hypnosis and dancing lights, you end up with a hypnotic hypnotic pattern. There you go. You have no hicks in it at all. It's hypnotic. Uh, we are taking it from that point at the end of that battle. The uh, the vengeance paladin of the Franklin Mint had uh, negotiated better terms with Captain Jones. And we are going to be picking up here with the ship sailing towards the east. And you see as the landmass comes into view, there is uh, a big walled city up on the side, pretty much on the side of a cliff face. And there's walls that, that lead up into the sky and the, the, um, the, the sun is setting behind you and it's just creating this nice orangey effect over the front of the whole place almost like it's on fire at looks night looks like it's, westeros it's really cool i don't know what that is oh no game of the land for, from game oh of yeah that's right i don't know what that is because i haven't watched oh uh, people are gonna yell at you either. the internet's gonna yell at you probably yes if they're not picking on me for not knowing a single pop culture reference for the last 20 years that one fits so i'm there um we're good uh, as you approach this is a large city um, tens of thousands of people in the in the general area of the city. Uh, you do know in general, because it is a large city, people would have talked about it as you grew up. You may have heard of it. Uh, it is the main port city of, the, of uh, what we call the center world. And this city is run currently by a... I've got to pick the right thing. I remember the name of it is Wint, W-Y-N-T-E. And... Um, the lord of the, the city is uh, a female dwarf named Sanzur. I like it. S-A-N-Z-U-R. And as you approach, you may never have been here before, but as you approach and you get closer to the docks, you see that the city itself seems to be run by dwarfs. Even as a uh, port city, they are the dock workers. They are guards on the docks. Uh, they're dwarven warriors and laborers. All around as you uh, pull up towards the city. And as you get closer, you realize that some of that, that orangey glow look from the, the setting sun, some of it wasn't just from the sun. There are actually what appear to be some fire elementals walking around with the dwarven guards. Interesting. Interesting. Aren't elementals from a different plane? As far as I know, yeah. But in order for them to be from somewhere, they have to be here now. Whoa, man. (laughs) (laughs) Be excellent to each other. (laughs) Party out, dudes. Uh, All right, so here you are. Um, The the ship is pulling in. They're tying it off at the docks, and they're ready to start unloading. What are you guys uh, up to? Like I say, the sun is setting. It's probably 7, 8 p.m. I'll, I'll approach the captain and uh, attempt to settle terms. Okay. Um, I think that uh, the services that were rendered, um, I know he had he suffered some losses, but I definitely helped mitigate. Um, what 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 is the acceptable losses for a business venture such as this? Well, regardless of what's acceptable, you prevented much more loss. Than, uh, than would have already than would have happened. You stopped worse from happening. So I think that um, my team and Remember, I he's he's enamored with you guys. Yeah, my my team and I think we're entitled to about half those losses. 
Um, let's get you uh, hooked up with my banker, and we'll get you a um, a special note that you can bring around with you that will allow you to take from my account while you're here in town, in the city. All right. Shopping. Yes. You get a credit card. <laughs> All right. Yes. You get a uh, Pelts of Plenty Captain Jones credit card. Is it, is, it, is it the black card? Hey, that's racist. What? <laughs> it's actually a Puerto Rican card. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a Jesus I card. I apologize to all the Latino listeners. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of Yojung. 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 So he'll, he'll take you to take care of that, which will take a little bit of time yeah. to, to get you on his credit of, uh, for the city. Uh, and what will everyone else be up to? Uh, let's see. So, uh, actually, well, before Elena. before you guys depart from him, he would let you know too that um, part of the uh, the goods that he was bringing was going to a local tavern called the Sea Spirit Tavern, and that is where you can get um, set up uh, free of charge while you are in town as well. Sweet. That sounds good to me. I'm starving yeah. after all that fighting. You There's can, nothing that can't wait. Uh, Elena again. would be checking with Nestleus to see how she's doing now that she is back on land. Yeah. The oh. land doesn't move when you step on it. I mean, it does but at it, first. But it feels like it. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. for a while at least. So you um, guys were on the boat, I think we were saying about three weeks. I mm-hmm. think uh, I remember that. So Nestleus would need something to settle her stomach. Then she's very curious about these fire elementals. Like she'd want to like stop poke one and talk to them. <laughs> Not poke them necessarily, mm-hmm. but just talk to them and find out. She's curious because they look different from everyone else. And she just found out that she's different. She looks different <laughs> from uh, everyone else. Uh, Elena will what, quietly Kurt, stand with Nestle. I may ask Nestle you to list. do this because it was one of your ideas to read up. Do you have a dungeon? Uh, I'm sorry, a monster manual with you? Not today. If you wouldn't mind, take a minute, find Fire Elemental, see if there's a decent description, and we'll read that out when Nestle is examining them. True. Um, and uh, so, JJ, what you end up with is essentially a um, a freshly struck coin that has some symbols on it that uh, that are essentially the account for uh, Captain Jones. Okay. So while you are in town, when you show this, uh, the it will be charged to his account. They will take money from from his holdings within the city. You find it, Kurt? All right. So Shopping. what do we got? So, elementals are incarnations of the elements that make up the universe. Air, earth, fire, and water. Though little more than animated energy on their own planes of existence, they can be called on by spellcasters and powerful beings to shape, to take shape and perform tasks. Without reading all the detail, it, I'll tell you that it says fire ele- em- elementals. A faint humanoid shape threads through the core of this wild, moving flame. A fire elemental is a force of capricious devastation. Wherever it moves, it sets its surroundings ablaze, turning the world to ash, smoke, and cinders. Water can halt its destructive progress, causing a fire elemental to shrink back, hissing and smoking in pain and rage. So these specific fire elementals hang out on all the stone parts of the, uh, the docks and the city itself, so they're not setting things on fire. Fair enough. But aside from that, yeah, and, and they would be dwarf-sized. Oh, they're, so oh cute. they're little small because they're going to hang out with their dwarven buddies. Therefore, why not? Now, as I, I, I'm, I'm curious, how many cats are following in their footsteps? 
Because I imagine as a fire elemental steps around and leaves yeah. warm stone behind it, <laughs> cats yeah. are going to be bed down, like, right yeah. there. Cats and lizards and snakes. and Yeah, why not? Yeah. And go. So you're going to go What's in true up to? <laughs> He's reading about elementals and seeing if you missed anything really cool. <laughs> Uh-oh. There's nothing more really cool than what you said. That's true. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Truk wants to go eat. Okay. So after you guys have all of the um, the credit card, the credit coin. I think we'll the credit coin. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, you have the uh, Captain Jones Pelta Plenty credit coin. Uh, and he tells you how to get to the Sea Spirits Tavern. It's only a street down from the docks. Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, the inn is a large single-story timber-framed building, and it's got several leaded glass windows uh, on the front of it. And outside, the sign in front of it, it it's like a glass, um, a mug, really, with what looks like smoke coming out of the top, and it just says Sea Spirits Tavern over top. Um, and inside is a port tavern. So it is... Um, they have plenty of rooms, probably about 15 rooms or so. There is a, um, a, really, a front desk. There's an innkeeper. Uh, it's all halflings. Everything is like half height for the workers, but the tables are full height for it's everybody. Cute. So the, the, the front desk, there, it's maybe about two or three feet off the ground, and um, there's a halfling standing behind it that greets you. Why, hello. Not a, not a dwarf, but a halfling. Spirits Tavern. Halflings. This place is run by halflings, apparently. The inn is run by halflings. So I guess we would walk up and check in. Hi, how are you doing? Need your credit coin? <laughs> we how got... will you be paying? What, how, what, what, do you, what would you need? What rooms do you need? You're adventurers um, on the surface, so they're, she's very eager to have you here. This is uh, The Sea Spirits, the mm-hmm. captain would tell you, the spe- Sea Spirits is widely known for um, keeping adventurers uh, handy. Okay. Um, Two rooms. If it's all right, I'd like to share a room with Nessalus because a demon is coming after her. She is a demon. No, she's she not. She doesn't know that. <laughs> she lies. Don't tell her. Sorry. Truk would like his own room Truk because he has to. Gonna... Well, I have to do some serious meditation. He has so to think be... about Michaela. Meditation. Meditation. Some That's quality meditation. They call it Michaela-tation. The, uh, <laughs> so I would, you know, what? it might be nice if I could have my own room. Sure, but you're a monk. Sure. You're like used to austerity. What do you need your whole room for? All right, sorry. <laughs> well, you can get the closet of one room. That's true. And then Closet's later fine. he'll come out of the closet <laughs> and go adventuring. <laughs> what? It's not that I don't appreciate <laughs> the finer things. Truk is comfortable with austerity uh-huh. and simplicity, but he appreciates the finer things as well. He doesn't thrive on austerity. He's a diva. Got it. No. <laughs> so they'll get you two. They'll get you three rooms, um, and she'll let can, can you mine know. Can I have a jacuzzi tub? Uh, He's no. so needy. Uh, may, do you know? Maybe they have a room that's like right above a spot where the waves hit, mm. <laughs> and it's like a pulsing bidet. <laughs> <laughs> salt water. <laughs> salt water. Pulsing salt water bidet room. Ooh. Would you like that one? <laughs> that sounds just fine. <laughs> It's, it's the only one that's got its own plumbing. <laughs> the rest oh, of them, you poop in a pot. Um, before uh, showing you to your rooms, she'll 
show you the chalkboard pretty much on the side that leads into the tavern area that um, has today's specials. They have uh, barley porridge, pine nut bread, blue cheese, boiled pork, and oat bread today. All fresh. Some of which is going to be from the stores that are brought from the ship. They'll be making some of the food fresh uh, for dinner uh, for people who like to eat late. Because adventurers eat at all times of the day, you know. This is true. Fair enough. Sounds delicious. Delicious. And her name tag says Ellen. E-L-L-Y-N. Okay. Hello, my name is Ellen. Is she going to do a little dance? Uh, No. She will make a little love and get down tonight. (laughs) Because she's a halfling, right? She's a halfling. And her head is flat. Okay, um, <laughs> I, I think I'm with Truga. I want to do a uh, it's got do a, a meal first. Ring on it. I want to do a meal first. Um, okay. I'll take the uh, the buckwheat porridge. You said it was. Well, there is barley, barley porridge. Barley porridge, and they have mugs of ale and and tankards I would of mead as love well. Love some evening. pine nut bread. Pine nut bread, sure. With the blue cheese or without. Blue cheese on the side. On the side? Yes, blue cheese on the side. on the side. All right. I'll just have a hunk of blue cheese. (laughs) A hunk hunk of hunk of blue cheese. In the tavern area, there are several other people there, and they all look to be adventurers. There are um, what is almost clearly a uh, female human cleric sitting at a table on her uh, at herself by herself. She's got the you know shiny chainmail armor. Um, she has some bright blue eyes, and, um, and she's she's got her, her war hammer laying on the table in front of her, and it looks like she's reading some sort of book. Um, at another table, there's a uh, another female um, uh, human. Uh, she's clearly a fighter sitting in very worn splint male armor, and it looks like she cuts her own hair with her eyes shut. Um, <laughs> And then in the corner, there is a uh, halfling, um, you would have to guess as a druid, just sitting there in some brown robes, like talking to a plant. (laughs) It is um, for late, well, I guess it's evening-ish. It's got to be about 8.30, 9 o'clock at this point in time, now that you guys are settled in. Uh, They're bringing the food out, and the whole place, like I say, is just, random adventurers just sitting around doing their own business. All right, you guys passed a note. We did. Hi. What's up? Elena has some cool stuff that I don't use. I believe it. So one of those things... So the front uh, or the back of the character sheet? It's not. It's on my cheat sheet. <laughs> okay. But it's on, it's on the front, just like everything okay. else. Cool. <clears throat> uh, starting at seventh level. So this is a new thing. Oh. This is a new thing that I haven't used, not because Chances I didn't know are, it was there, it. but because yeah. I actually didn't have it until now. Ah. It's called Know Your Enemy. Very if I cool. spend at least one minute observing or interacting with another creature outside combat, mm-hmm. I can learn certain information about its capabilities compared to my own. The DM tells me if the creature is my equal, superior, or inferior in regard to two of the following characteristics, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, can, blah, blah. You can... Oh, wow. So, um, what do you want to know? I don't, even, I don't even know which one I'm checking out yet. you got to tell me. I know. Uh, there's a cleric, a fighter, and a druid. All right. And they're, uh, they're the not sitting together. They're fighter, because I feel like her... Oh, they were in the bar. <laughs> I feel like yeah. her abilities would be closest to my own. The fighter. Right. Okay. 
Uh, if you had to guess, she's definitely more seasoned than you and mm-hmm. probably your superior in combat. Mm-hmm. But it also looks like she may may not practice as much as she ought to. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Why, are you looking for a fight? Just for no, the heck of just, it? Just a cool ability. It's a I new thing. A thing. It, it's an RP thing. Is yeah. there... Is there I, anyone specifically she that... She just RP'd herself. I get it. Yeah. So, um, what, what what has she done with her new abilities? Has she really used them at all? Yeah. Totally did. Like what? How? <laughs> the hypnotic one was... Lift your mic I'm up I'm not talking about bit. that. I'm talking about the, your disguised self and all that. Well, yeah. Now that she's... She's always kind of just done it unconsciously i think but is she using it to pass herself as more human than before well now she's more self-conscious about it so yes so now she's definitely gonna pay more attention to it i'm talking about the invocation you have called mask of many faces i know what you're talking about okay and yeah i'm going right here um basically it says i can disguise self at will without expending a self a, a spell slot so essentially like the Tail hides and she just becomes more humanoid. Mm-hmm. The warlock features kind of get so the eyes, the, the horns, features. And the, the, te- the <coughs> tiefling okay. features. Thank you. Get kind of hidden. Sure. But I'm looking at um, the other one I have, which is the telepathic tentacle. Thing. The telepathic <laughs> power. Sorry. The tentapathic. Where I can communicate with other creatures telepathically. So you're checking out the fighter. The fighter. I would start like so who looks the most threatening in the room? Nobody. You guys. Nobody. We do? Yeah. That's what I would say at least. Yeah, out of the room, the others just seem to be minding their own business. Um maybe a little solitary but not threatening. Okay. The druid looks pretty much say, insane. Unless, I mean unless you think it's normal for a halfling to be sitting in the corner talking to a plant. Well, I was going to actually sit down with the druid and start talking to his plant. Cool. Not to him. Um, while you guys are waiting for the food, at least one of the dock workers you saw uh, at the boat comes in with a couple of crates of things for the place, and you see him chatting with the waitress for a little bit. Okay. Huh. What are they talking about? Do you want to God, read their if mind? someone said something about my birthday and they start <laughs> clapping in here, I am leaving. <laughs> Happy birthday from Sea Spirit Tavern! Yay! What are they talking about? Can I hear them? Um, let's see if you can. Let's do a wisdom check. Do 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 do. Just Nessie. Meanwhile, just to listen, it she said it twenty. Okay, that's the result. That's the result. Okay. Um, it sounds like they're talking about uh you guys in that they're the ones that just came from the monastery. And blah 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 something fire blah blah something. Huh? Are there, what tone is it being said? It's the tone of a waitress getting gossip from a dock worker. Hmm. Uh, innocent. I the, mean, they, they the would be doing this about anyone. You're nobody special. That's the tone. Are there periodicals like uh, newspapers or? Let's say yes. More like a bulletin board. There's a board up on the wall with some goings-on around town. Okay. Um, I'd like to take a gander at that. Okay. 
There goes Calamity. While he's doing that, I'm there he goes. talking to a plant. Saying, what beautiful green leaves you have. Wow, you're, you're just your talking right look, to the your plant. Your roots look very strong. Yeah, I want to see if the druid it, get, reacts. Okay, I'm so curious. Nice um, stems you have there. And are you doing it? it like, like, tell me the demeanor. How are you? I'm not acting? being ironic. I'm just sitting very peacefully talking okay. to his plants. I'd like you to roll a charisma check. That's a mighty nice stamen you have. I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a two on the die. I, <laughs> no, not so much. Um, Druid sounds condescending. So so that's a four. After a couple of sentences, the druid um, pulls the plant closer to him and whispers, Don't pay attention to him. (laughs) (laughs) And then just continues as if you're not there. And it sounds like, as you sit there for a minute, the conversation he's having is where the tree wants to grow up. It's got to be a sapling or something. And he's, he's talking with it about where do you want to live? Because I'll bring you there and, and help you flourish. Oh, that's so, so he's trying, Yeah, he's trying to, uh, to figure out where the tree's forever home is going to be. That's sweet. How does the little Adopt sapling the tree. know where it wants to live? But you're only hearing one side of the conversation. <laughs> the tree could be saying, not up his ass. <laughs> it could be saying, up his ass. <laughs> or both, yes. <laughs> Just for a little while. I'll outgrow it. Or he will. I might mm-hmm. mention, too, I might just say, well, yeah. if I were a little tree, I'd want to grow up in the grove of the Fey Orc. <laughs> Super <laughs> subtle. Okay, okay. Super oh, subtle. I, I, oh, wow. I'm going to take a minute that and observe That sounds to me truth. like you were trying to do something <laughs> intelligent. <laughs> Give me an intelligence roll, and we'll see what comes out of this at some point during the evening. See if I can roll higher than a two. Uh, possibly. A three. That's a 19, 19. and a die. 19, okay. right? I was really hoping Plus, it was going to be a one. Yeah, 19. <laughs> <laughs> You're on our side. Animate, the no, druid animates the tree and it strangles you. <laughs> now, um, you can tell that for a split second, uh, his gaze wavers from the tree and then goes back to it and keeps talking. So you've definitely caught his attention and something may come of this. Uh, he knows the something. Um, the waitress brings the food over to the table and... Quickly says, "Wow, you you're the ones that came from the Wada the Wada Monastery. Uh, that we heard that the thieves set that place on fire. Are you guys okay? Do we look okay? <laughs> Mostly. What? <laughs> what? What? Okay. When did it get? Well, caught you're the one? you're the first group that's come here since the uh, since there was reports that they set fire to the place. Oh, great. The thieves. Who? There were thieves that they. That's what they said. When? I guess it would be about two or three months ago now. What? Is she, um, does it feel like she's fishing for information? Does it? What would you say that is? Are, are you wisdom-ish? Yeah, I think I'm going yeah. to do a wisdom. Would that Let's be wisdom with that. or would that be the, the street smart it's, it's an intuiting thing to me. You're trying to, to take the way she is acting. If you're trying to say she's given me some clues and I want to follow them, that's more intelligence, I think. Oh, I get to add my. You're going to add. Just keep adding dice to it. No, I'm proficient in wisdom stuff. All right. I see 21. Uh, So that gives me a 23. From what you can tell, this is just um, call it Alamon's version of the telephone game, where by the time the rumor has gotten here, She's sincere in thinking that the place was set on fire a um, couple of months ago or so. No, and that I'll, she's hopeful I'll, I'll that everything's okay. I'll gently correct her. 
that you know it was um it was nagas mm-hmm. not thieves the um the only fires that were set were set by like, us true yeah <laughs> that's a good point you were raining down fire from above are you clearly dressed as a monk from Wadozation? No, at this point I just have on simple okay. billowy pants and a simple okay. top. So you wouldn't have been identified easily that way. All right. yeah. But they, she is very eager to hear, just like she stood for a couple minutes talking. So yeah. what, what really happened? And I'll explain, you know, there was, uh, it was an attack by Nagas. We're not really sure what their goal was, um, but we happened to be there. When they did attacks, so uh, we were able to help them out, and um, they were able to help us in return. Um, unpetrify some children that, ha- that got petrified. That happened there, too? Yeah, and a little town Nearby. about three yeah. days away. Wow. Well, a bunch of towns had been hit prior to that one. We heard that there have been children being take, uh, turned to stone and taken uh, not too far from here as well. What? Really? phone's ringing. I have to ignore it. There we go. Make it stop. He pressed a button on his watch. I did. Shut up, phone. All this fancy shit. Boise, Idaho. Who the hell's calling me from Boise, Idaho? Maybe it's one of our listeners. They know we're recording? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so anyway. (laughs) What the hell was that? On a side note, if we have any listeners in Boise, Idaho, (laughs) give us an email us. Um... (laughs) So wow, holy sidetrack! Uh, what were we talking about? So about a monastery. Uh, there there, so there, there are children being yes, petrified yes. Not to, not, there's rumors of such. Um, probably about four or five days north of here, some small towns have reported that, um, but not for the last few months. Huh? We didn't know that there was a link to that with the monastery. Medusa's here. Well, she was several months ago. That's okay. what they say. Fair and enough. the food all smells delicious. And uh, whether you got ale or mead, the, the taste is nice and strong. Vegan. Everything seems to be made locally here. It might be uh, parts of it, like ingredients imported, but it seems like it's made right here. Fair enough. Have you um, shared your experience with the druid? I'm still just He's hanging out there. You're just to the druid. He's talking to the plant. <laughs> well, has he shared his experience with the druid with us? Is my question. I'm playing the so long So when game. the food is oh, served, well. would you go back to the table to eat? Nope. No. He's just hanging out. He's hanging out with the plant. Okay. Um. So what about that board that's in the? Yeah. Uh, what, what what what's on there? So a lot of um regular would think of things like people advertising, knowing adventurers frequent this place. Um. Uh. I have a couple of things here. I don't have names for places because I only came up with one thinking we'd come up with others. So keep other names in mind like you had earlier, JJ. But so is it like a help wanted? It's more like for sale. Okay. Um, the, there are advertisements for you know the best leather armor money can buy. Come, come see me in the market with a name there. Uh, same thing for like. Uh, food for pack animals and things, uh, you know, uh, is your draft horse hungry? Come here. We have the best foods for your horses and uh, advertisements like that. And some of them uh, kind of cryptic. So they're, they're probably for somebody who, you know, maybe something's written out that's clearly this is for thieves, right? Because we're not thieves, but whoever reads this knows to go there and find something. 
um, and, and all kinds of things like that. Uh, concealed weapons. We have the best thrown daggers that you can hide in your purse for the ladies, right? Uh, things like that all up on this board. A bunch of advertisements. A pink bottle of mace. <sighs> yes. A bottle of maces, actually. It's a huge bottle, and it has all these... <laughs> that would be awesome if, I, <laughs> if you had a potion of mace, and you would throw that people in, uh, introduced to air, like, it turn yeah. into maces. Spirit mace. Put it in like, like one of those old perfume bottles with the squeeze bulb, and you squeeze it, and maces fly out. <laughs> It'd be like Kurt's spectral hammer thing, from, yeah. and oh, just miss hammer. everything. Yeah, but the mace would hit. The mace oh. would hit, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> it might heal you at the same time. Yeah. That would be awesome. It'd be a mace of life drain. That needs to be a thing. It will be now. It is. I need uh, new daggers. What do you need new daggers for? Because I haven't used my old ones. Maybe it's because the old ones are crappy and they're not well balanced. I need new ones. Wait a minute. I've never even seen... uh, All you do is pew, pew, pew. I've never seen you stab, stab, stab. So I need new ones. Yes. I need new daggers. Don't ask me why. Sounds like adventurer talk. I like it. I just need it. Definitely. You just need it. Yes. I think you need new shoes more than you need new Well, the new (laughs) shoes are a given. New boots. Uh, I need new boots, new riding bridges. You have to bring up shoes, right? A whole new outfit and new daggers. Well, she puked on the last ones. This is true. The stench is kind (laughs) of... It's not as bad as your stench. It's kind of like that burp before we started recording. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, God. Your old shoes. Um, so anything else that you guys want to do before sleeping overnight? Uh, anything you can think of. And Kurt, if you wouldn't mind, hand me one of those notepads because I'm going to pass you a note. Um, the I, I, I want to take you. a look at the adventurers. Are any of the adventurers... Um, Matching a certain description? Uh, that one that looks like she cuts her hair with the lights out and her eyes shut? Why is that so, Elena. Difference? No. Uh, Ellen. Ellen. I thought Ellen was the front desk check. That's, a, that's the halfling Ellen. Oh, there's there's two Ellens? Yeah, you could call this lady Elin if you wanted, I suppose. E-L-E-N. Eileen. Her name is Eileen. All right. She's um, only got one but It's just spelled E-L-E-N. She's sister's I name's Eileen. Yeah. <laughs> So at some point during the night, like I want to introduce myself to uh, the other patrons and right, um, right. get the lay of the land. Oh, I'm sure. You know. <laughs> 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 you introduce yourself at night and get the lay of the land. <laughs> she has huge tracts, tracts of land. Of land. <laughs> Culture huge. reference, Joe got it. That's from the seventies. <laughs> um, I got that. But yeah, I'll, I'll sit down with each of the uh, patrons in turn. Um, you know, discussed with the cleric. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know whether or not he knows that there's any healing services. She, no, she the so only hard. he is the druid my, that my, won't talk. My, uh, the druid won't talk to you. By the way, the druid will continue to focus on the plant. Um, how, how attractive is the female cleric? On a scale of one to ten, he's rolling a ten. A one. Wow. All right. Forget that. Uh, why not? <laughs> yeah. hey, it, it works. <laughs> she's got um, a good personality. Um, <laughs> she's got a great personality. She looks divine. Do any Just not new attractive. people, do any new people a, come in to yeah. the tavern? Through the night, there would be several others that come in, um, uh, both male, female, human, dwarf, halfling. Uh, hardly anyone with pointed ears. 
I mean, the halflings, I think, technically have pointers. I'm saying elves. There's no, like, elves okay. or half-elves that come strolling through. Um, but there, there are plenty of others. And almost everybody, except for dock workers and tavern workers, everybody looks like they've been out adventuring. Everyone comes in with a sword at their, hill, uh, at their hip, or they're wearing some form of armor, or uh, clearly um, road-worn robes or something like that. Um, Elena will keep her hood up. I don't know when she got a hood, but whatever. She has, she has a hood now. It's it her with the magical illusion yeah. armor. There's a hood of, now. That yeah, was you, part of the birthday it, celebration with the meal. You got a hood. Well, no, her glamour <laughs> studded leather. She can make yeah. it look like anything. Yeah. Yeah. She can put on a There's birthday a suit now. if she so chooses. And she... Shoot, never mind. And? And she stays near Nessalus. Okay. She just kind of observes people. Ooh. Is there anyone that looks interesting that I would want to talk to? Uh, uh me. No, besides you guys. <laughs> well, oh. actually, what I would ask is if you guys can take a couple minutes to to do some character interaction, so I can write a note to Kurt. Um, okay. Please. Well, Truk is at, at the table with the plant for as long as he thinks it's helpful, mm-hmm. and at that point, I think I would want to go talk to the waitress and ask her if there was a local monastery or church. She's um, used to people talking down to her because she's short. Get it? Oh, God. Oh, I, I, I was waiting. I, somebody said they would walk up and talk to her. I'm sorry. I also want to find a place to shop tomorrow for... For weapons. nothing. You're a monk. Uh, weapons. Okay. You're a monk. You don't need anything. Do. She would definitely point for- you towards the right spots on the board and then tell you, these are good, these aren't, you know, steer you towards the right vendors. Especially since you approached her and you want to talk. That's one thing waitresses love. I yeah. want to try to find some shurikens. Some ninja okay. stars, if they exist in this world. Yes, they do. Because daggers are kind of boring. Well, the guy who sells concealed throwing items would have that for sure. The thing about being a monk is you don't wear a lot, so you gotta uh, have stuff that fits. Small stuff that fits well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at some point, and I want to talk to Eileen. We call her <laughs> um, Ellen. Ellen, and. Um, At, and after I talk to her, she she leaves pretty abruptly. Oh, what'd you do to her now? <laughs> um, more of your charm? Uh, well, Calamity is not around, and uh, Truk is talking to a plant or whatever. Uh, when it's just me and Nessie sitting somewhere, because I am not leaving Nessie alone, ever. Uh... Um, I want to like check in, say, you know, how are you doing? I know that you recently came into a shock. I'm sorry. I feel better. My book has taught me more about my mask of shadows, so my mask of many faces, excuse me. So I can hide my tail and I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. I just want to find more people like me. I mean, what do you want to do as far as like? Where do you want to go from here? Well, Diary did, did tell us that we needed to find mm-hmm. the secret grove of the Fae Oracle. And that's why we're here in the first place. So we just have to figure out which of these people knows where it is. Have you asked your diary if it knows who your father is? I haven't had a chance to talk to my diary. I didn't feel well on the ship. And he's, okay. <laughs> his diary stopped responding when I threw up on it the first time. <laughs> That makes sense. I don't think it's a given that anyone here will know what this thing is, other than 
perhaps the druid. Um, I feel we, like the plant might, probably knows a lot. Look for a library or a monastery, some place of learning where we might be able to find some information. Sounds like a good plan. This news of the children being taken to the north, um, I think that concerns me more than finding this druid. Well, it's not really news. She said it was a couple months ago. I only care about the grove because I don't want Nessie to get eaten by a demon. Mm, thank you. Nessie will not get eaten by a demon. But I agree that the news of the the uh, children. petrified children is of interest and certainly something that we need to look into, particularly given our skill at wailing on nagas. At getting petrified I mean, not by my nagas, skill, because, you, you know, I was petrified the whole time, but... Just wondering. Yeah, okay. So, um... What you got at that... Uh, my first one was, a, a, my first one was a, a horrible grammar disaster, so I ripped it up. <laughs> and um, I wrote something else. Uh, so you guys have that conversation. Um, while you're sitting around talking about it, uh, especially because Truk uh, talked to the waitress, she does hear you guys while she's serving other patrons. Of course, she's listening into everybody, so she has stories for the next patron she's to come in. She's a busybody. Yes, exactly. She's and um, she tells you, of course, if you want um, the most information, the library at the center of town has everything to be known in Wint. So uh, whether it has what you're looking for or not, she's never heard of this oracle or a druid, uh, uh, you know, ancient druid. Um, the oldest one she knows is sitting over in the corner talking to a plant. Um, but the, the center of knowledge in Wint is in the library at the center of the city. Says her. To the library! Tomorrow? Tomorrow. In the morning, <laughs> you can read a little After book. After I get new, bo- new in boots. In the morning. <laughs> All right, I'll pass that over to Kurt, if you would, please. And uh, Which one is that? Where's your cup? Uh, I can use a regular cup now. I can use a big boy cup. Yay! I'm a big boy. You learned how to drink out of a big boy cup. <laughs> I, did. I did. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, I don't. I wouldn't Yay. say I learned to do it right, but. Um, so are we going to spend the night and then go yeah. out? Yeah. Because right. most places will be closed when it's dark out. They don't have street lights per se. There's a, you know they'll light a few fires on certain corners, maybe uh, lanterns burning in some areas, but the market itself is open during the daylight. Fair enough. So you guys want to go shopping? Yes, yes. please. Um, I no longer have my player's handbook, and I think Kurt was looking stuff up in it. Mm-hmm. So let's go with that. Um, what do I, I think look it's up? probably good for you guys to look the stuff up that you think you want. That's going to work. I well, want boots. Um, uh, and let's do some shopping. So what I want you guys to do is look at what you see in the book that what? you think is something you want, and then we will find a way to make it a little better. And sell it to you. Where should we look? So I can't find ninja stars per se or shuriken, but I think yeah. it would be very similar to daggers. Yeah. Throwing daggers. And they really I, don't have shuriken in the book? Where are we looking? I thought they would. I, I don't know. It might be under um, if there's a separate 
Yeah, I'm section for somewhere. a special it weapon. Could be listed as a simple weapon if they separate them that way, because it would yeah. be simple weapon. But I also, since we have um, money that's not really ours, yeah, I want to get it uh, mine silvered. Ah, silver okay. Since. Because why not? Well, normally it would cost me 100 gold. Pieces, well, see, this but. is where I want to know how much it costs because the credit card or the credit coin does have a limit, but we haven't established what that is. Mm. I, it's not going to, you guys aren't going to be able to go in and buy a 500,000 gold magic item. That We're not going to do that, but let's see how far you guys want to take it before we get cut off. Before they rip up the coin. Before they rip up. Yeah. They're going to take, they take the tin snips back. and cut it at the next uh, merchant. At one point, um, yeah. we had discussed finding something that would help Elena heal. Yes. And that was something that I want previous... to come out of her past. Okay. So that's something yeah. we will talk about later. Yeah. Sooner or later, okay. we'll talk about the game outside of the game, and we'll do that. Got it. That's what There's I'd like a to do. Game outside of the game? No, there isn't. That, that's the rest of the life. But uh, we want to talk about the game outside of the game. Uh, game um, the game. JJ, what have you found? I was thinking about doing some um, for Mickey some boots of striding and springing. <laughs> so she's not always getting left behind. <laughs> uh, funny, not. <laughs> no, it's really not funny. I keep wanting to pick you up, and nobody will let me. <laughs> You could, um, Girl, why you in that manner, JJ, you could get an unseen servant um, for uh, Elena, and mm-hmm. you could have Nestleus ride on the unseen servant, because <laughs> it would travel at her speed. Yeah. There you go. And that would probably be neat for everyone, although you wouldn't be able to see it, uh, because it's <laughs> where unseen. Where did you park the invisible boat? Yeah, where did you park the unseen servant? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it's right here. Just jump on it. <laughs> no, you missed. Um, what is it called? Boots of what? Of what? striding and springing. Sorry, They're not going I to be in the what? player's handbook, hun. It's going to be in here. It's going to be I'll in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Yeah. They're not in here. Okay. Boots of striding and springing. Uh, boots of shurikening. I like it. Since this is all I want, I'm trying to think about yeah. how I can make them cooler. So if think there's a of, magical enhancement or well, something. Well, what is it, too? It's not just... Cooler in the manner of a game mechanic, but do you want your initials carved into it? Do you right. want the uh, etching of Michaela with her clothes on? on it? <laughs> yeah, how about you get, you get like runes etched into it that makes it like fly true or something? Sure. I like it. What do you think of that? If I can find someone that'll do that. And that's the kind of thing that we want to figure out, right? That's why I say figure out what you want. Let's figure out how to make it special and then see if we can break the bank. So I recently came into these super cool arrows. Yeah. I want more of these. I can't remember. Were they plus two? Yes. Plus two to okay. attack and to damage. So I think. I don't know. It's also, going, I would yeah, like I to set things to on fire. Out of hell. But. Um, setting them on fire. Well, you could buy a fire thing. Uh, flint and steel. It takes no, no, some no. time. I want the arrows <laughs> to set things on fire. Uh, flaming arrows of death. Plus, two. Uh, so plus something, right? I think this would be cool for Chook. It's called the Javelin of Lightning, but if we just reimagine it into a shuriken of lightning, um, <laughs> he speaks a command word and throws it, and the shuriken turns into a lightning bolt, dealing 4 die 6 damage in a line up to 60 feet. How does that go along with 
uh, Truk's character, though. I, would lightning be up his alley? Mm-hmm. Rowing lightning? You do have to talk. This is a radio show. This That's is. True. Yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, uh, we can see how hard you're thinking yeah. about this. I'm thinking. No, I mean, I think yeah. my, my guy's going to be more into nature damage type stuff. So lightning. Lightning, yeah. <laughs> that, well. Rain. We could just make it rain. He wants to throw a shuriken at something and have a tree fall on its head. Can we do that? That would Please. rock. That Please. would be nature damage. Or have or have a tree <laughs> grow out the of the dead bodies. That'd be super damage. cool. We can do that. I think rather than having one that does an absolute uh, ton of damage like that, I'd rather get like a pouch of four or five and have each one have a different effect. There you so go. Have one that's silvered, one that's poisoned, one that's lightning, one that's Careful explosive. Okay. One so, that so one that has Michaela's naked you picture on it. Want to be like the green I said arrow, clothed. but <laughs> I know, but you're more sure of a than I have. What? You want to be like the green arrow, but with shuriken. Kind of like that, yes. With the, all the trick arrows? Exactly. Guys, I made a nerd reference. <laughs> I'm watching a lot of TV recently. Yeah. What is this TV? I got to remember what pages the magic crap is on, man. Felicity starts is on hot. like yeah. 172. What I, what I want to see is the value oh, of the, um, not, not so the magic like item this. rarity. Malcolm Merlin go. is pretty hot. <laughs> Alright, so do I get my boots? I don't know. Um I I because you he picked a specific one, we wanna check. Uh did JJ did you see what the rarity was for the Uncommon. I'm only picking uncommon things. All right. So for that, um uh Mickey, I need a number between one and five, so roll a D ten. And oh, and you I know, one and two is one, number. three and four is two and Divide it by two, would. and that yeah. is the... And that is the answer. You could do that. Where that are my more. D10s? I've lost them. Okay. They're not in the bag. And then I need somebody to math. Who's oh, going I, to do I got the math. math. I got okay. math. Okay. Um, when I give you the numbers, we're just going to start adding them up. Okay. Okay, D10. Rolling yeah. it. I got a five. Okay, so write 300. 300... That's where we're starting, and then we will keep going. It was, from was there. the five divided by two, Mick? No, it's an actual five divided by two. It's three. Round up. So it was a three. Yeah. You, a three. You, you rolled a three then. No, it's three hundred. <laughs> okay. It was between one and five hundred. It's three hundred. That just makes it easier for me to do. Before that. Uh, let's see, y'all. And, and so, Kurt, you're looking for, do you want any plus to hit or just something crazy cool? It depends if I... And these things, um, like, a Mickey's, uh, or JJ picked for Mickey something that you can find in the magic item catalog. Mm -hmm. Yours will take some time to create. Right. Your magic item will take time. Right. I mean, I'd love to have a pouch with five different ones, each of which has a relatively small bonus, instead of having one awesome thing yeah. at this point, because I already can fly. and yeah. okay. <laughs> I can already fly. So I was thinking yeah. one silvered, one explosive, one poison, one that can't Fire. miss, and one that is an automatic critical hit. Or something no like that. Automatic no automatic critical hit. Interesting. It's all right. He doesn't know what it means anyway. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> 
uh, so you know, a poisoned or something one, like that. A silvered one, an exploding one that deals fire damage. One that flies. One that's you know plus something to hit. <laughs> plus something that makes to it hit. almost guaranteed to hit right. as high as what I can. What I'll need from you then is I need you to write that out. Okay. And we'll we're going to put for that we're going to put a um, let's see. I'm thinking how many times you want five things, right? That's what you said, Kurt. Five. Five yeah. in different I mean, things. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, I'm trying to get a monetary value to put on it. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. But they're still just ninja stars, so they're not going to be like right. a million points of damage. Yeah, it doesn't have to be constructed of dragon scales fused with a sequoia tree, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? No. All right, good. Um, although I might make that up now. Uh, so here's what I want you to do is roll 3d6. And it's going to be a total number. Nine. So write 900, JJ, for Kurt. His shurikens cost 900 gold? Uh, if if he's able to get them all in what he's asking for, it might be more. But it will at least be a 900 gold deposit to get it started. Dude, yeah. my boots only cost 300. Yeah, he asked for something that's past uncommon. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to treat it mainly as well, I don't want to take where it away sits from the other on a treasure hoard. Yeah, I, I would scale back. Uh, well, I'm going to find out where everybody ends up with this, and that that's when we'll decide how um, how says. much is granted. Sure, can envy. Right, and then, yeah, <laughs> and then every every individual thing. So you did mention throwing daggers. Yeah, I mean the throwing dagger They're two gold apiece. Right. Throw it well. A regular throwing dagger, yes. But do you want it to be more than a regular throwing dagger? No, I just want new ones. Okay. Well, then there you go. Make sure what you write that number down, though, because that'll come cut? out of the account. Which ones? Whatever what it was. How, however For, many throwing like, daggers. At however many. How much? Five. In a perfect okay. world, I'd have so silver. ten gold. So ten gold. Add that. Yeah. Explosive. Mm-hmm. Poisoned. Mm-hmm. Would it cost more to engrave them? Mm-hmm. And nah, not really. I want them Just want to make sure you put that, that on like. your uh, inventory okay. sheet. Yes? I want frost damage arrows. Frost damage. I don't want to set things on fire. Arrows. Now, the thing about those is it won't cost as much simply because weapon or a um, missile weapon loses its magic when it hits its target. So that plus two arrow of frost Will do the damage, and then it becomes a regular arrow. It's no longer a magical arrow. So, just so you know, they're disposable. They're one-use okay. items. It's fine. I need twenty of them. Okay, and the same would be true with the shuriken. They would lose its magic Four. upon uh, a hit. So those are going to be frost special. Special and ten fire. Oh man, yeah. fire and ice. And I, like I, I need them color coded. Also, <laughs> I'll pay extra for that. <laughs> That's a given. Um. All right. So you had. Uh, Can I get Shira's sword? No, that looks like Shira's sword. Go ahead. Can somebody take a look at how much like a um uh an uh plus two? Well, actually, I don't think plus two arrows are actually listed with a cost. I'm trying to get a cost here and then add a certain thing to it. Yeah, I, I would say they're probably like fifty gold apiece. They're going to be. But they're like, but these are disposable. It's not like yeah, they're, they're, you know. they're just ammunition. Yeah, 
And they, 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 they're still going Ten, to be fairly... 20 arrows are one gold. Exactly. Right, but they have to be magic. They have magic on them. So each. that would go from doesn't, one gold. Doesn't cost go by um, the spell that's on it? But there's no spell on it. They're just frost oh, damage. It, that's okay. So then why does it go away? It's the way that magic ammunition works yeah. in this version of Dungeons & Dragons. Once you've used it, you don't go pick up the arrow and it's still a plus two arrow of frost. It is now just a regular arrow. Can I get my bow enchanted? That, I don't know, because I was looking at that stuff and I didn't see one. Okay. There's an there's a thing called an oath bow, but it's for hunters. Uh, yeah, and that one's a little different, so I can already made magic item. The short answer is we can do whatever the heck we want. Yes. Right. Um, without a doubt, we can make whatever we want. I'm just trying to, as much as we can when we're doing items, to because it makes it easier on your character sheet, I try to do things that we can actually look up. Mm. Um. And I'm actually trying to figure out where the heck the arrow, what what chart we were rolling on that the uh, arrows it was came from. C chart C. Is it on page C. C. What is on page 172? Why did I write this down? I don't. I don't know for sure. But I have. All right. I have C here. And I got weapon plus two. I got ammunition 23 through 27. What magic item table C. Yeah. On page 145, ammunition plus you said two. 145. Oh, I'm on G. Good gosh, it looks like a C. Damn it. Yeah, and so that's the, that, that is much cheaper because ammunition is on that table, whereas a, plus, a regular plus two weapon is, is several on. tables later. Exactly. It is that, so instead of C, it's on what? G. Yeah. So... The D, E, F is all in between. Anyway, so yeah, ammunition is not as um, crazy uh, expensive. Gosh. All right. Here, magic weapons have enhancement bonuses. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I, can I get, I want to look to see if they have a portable hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has portable holes. <laughs> Actually, my ears don't go with me when I move. Do, 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 Punching daggers? What the heck? <laughs> They're cool. Yeah. A portable hole, though, is um, is is a rare item. So like Looney Tunes, you pull it out of your pocket and throw it on the wall? Yeah. And you've got a hole? <laughs> that would be Well, cool. the thing is, it's only, it's an extra, like, think about, think, uh, here's a picture of it. He throw a portable hole in the ground, filled it with loot, and then pulls it back up, and then just walks so it's like out. Like a, with bag, it. Of a bag of holding. It's like a bag of holding, but a little bit better. Because you can like throw bad guys in there. You can throw anything in there. You throw anything in a bag of holding, and it's not a bag. Yeah, you can't throw sharp things in a bag of holding. I, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Have and you a can't throw first. a bag of holding in a bag of holding. That'd be an infinite loop. That would cause it, a rift in the astral dimension explodes. and cause everyone to die. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I knew that. JJ, yes, you sir. need to roll if you want your hole. You need to roll. What do I need to roll? Roll a d10. It's going to be that number times 500 gold. Yeehaw. Whoa. Yeah. Do we really need your portable hole? I do. A rare item in this town is going to be between 500 and 5,000. 
Good lord. It's going to be 2,500. 2, okay. So write that number down. I think you got a deal. You stole it. Maybe. Maybe. Has, has our card been shredded yet? Uh, not yet, coin. because some of this stuff we've got, I've got to figure out total prices like for the uh, Shuriken. And um, we still have to figure out, I have to figure out so, a number to put on the frost for the arrows. Or the bow. What about? Well, and if it ends up being cheaper, if it's an issue, I'll go for fewer, like one or two powerful ones, if that's... Oh, but we're going to treat those, I mean, they're ammunition, which means after you use it, it won't do the same thing again. Right. So right. it would be better for you to have different things, uh, your utility belt. Right. Yeah. If you just had one thing, it wouldn't be all that special. Unless you wanted it to be like a, grab, a single grab bag one where it has five possible effects, and when you throw it, you only get one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might not want that. <laughs> that could be interesting. I yeah. recently discovered a really, really fun thing. It's a um, a rod of wonder. It's yeah. not a euphemism. It is a euphemism. Um, I think the way that um, my boyfriend plays it is you roll a D1000 and D10,000. It's a lot. Four ten-sided die. Mm-hmm. And there's a chart with that many different a lot of possibilities. Stuff, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm familiar with that from an older edition. I didn't know yeah. if they had it in the Yeah, I think it was only yeah. 100 then. Yeah. That's crazy talk. That is crazy talk. Uh, speaking of crazy talk, we're right up on about an hour. Yes, we are. So what I'd like to do here is we are going to finish this episode with the shopping trip. We'll pick up the next episode with uh, what new stuff you guys have and maybe make our way to the library. Awesome. Making our way downtown. Walking fast. Faces fast. (laughs) (laughs) And on that, we'll say bye, bye, everyone. We apologize for this message. Our heroes set a few things straight in the Sea Spirits Tavern and put Captain Jones's credit coin to work as they visit a few merchants in the port city of Wint. Mickey, JJ, Kurt, Britt, and Joe discuss the items as we close the session. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.